If you've been going around the good old internet looking for the right podcast to fulfill your New York Yankees needs, well, I'll be the first to deliver the good news to you. You have found it. Here on Yapping Yankees with me, your host, Mike Scudero, you and I will be discussing the latest news, takes, and talk throughout the entire Yankee universe. Oh, and there may be some ranting on my behalf. Yeah. Anyway, what do you say we get to it? Let's get to yapping! Good afternoon to my fellow Yankee fans, and welcome to episode 31 of the Yapping Yankees podcast, where we yap about the Yanks and nothing but the Yanks. As always, I am your host, Mike Scudero, here on this Sunday, January 26th, 2020. Let's get things started by, as always, giving our shout-out to the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and, of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their great sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, iHeart, you name it, the list goes on. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab, guys. 16 days until Yankees pitchers and catchers report to Tampa, 27 days until the first spring training game on the 22nd against the Blue Jays, and 60 days until opening day. The countdown continues and I can't freaking wait already. Bring on the Major League Baseball season already. (laughs) I can't freaking wait. I'm so excited over here. So, before we get going with this week's poll segment, which, by the way, is going to be jam-packed, I'll explain why in just a minute. But I have a special announcement regarding next week's episode, episode 32. You obviously know Yapping Yankees has a new episode every Sunday, but next Sunday, as we are all aware of, is the Super Bowl. And with everybody for the most part, including myself, being in Super Bowl mentality and nothing else more or less next Sunday, I chose to do Yapping Yankees differently only for next week. The Super Bowl basically swallows anything else up that happens on the same day. So, with that being said, I'm announcing now that I'll be recording and releasing Yapping Yankees Saturday, February 1st, instead of Sunday the 2nd because of the Super Bowl. I'll give another quick reminder of this at the end of the episode today, and I'll be posting reminders throughout the week on my social media accounts. And if you don't know them already, my Facebook fan page is Mike Scudero NY, my Twitter is at Mike Scudero, and my Instagram is MikeScuds97, in case you don't already know. So stay tuned on those for this reminder, and obviously anything else about the podcast I usually post, especially the polls each week. So, once more, I will be recording Yapping Yankees and releasing it on Saturday, February 1st, not Sunday, February 2nd, because of the Super Bowl. And I'll be releasing the poll on Friday to still give you guys the usual time, about a day or so, to vote, reply, and all that good stuff. So just wanted to let you guys all know about that quickly. So with that being said, let's get into the poll segment, which had to do with, obviously, one one of the hottest topics throughout this week, Derek Jeter being elected into the Hall of Fame, which we probably all knew was going to happen, but I still figured that a poll question about it this week would be appropriate for the podcast, since it was such a big thing this past week, Derek Jeter going into the Hall of Fame, of course. And I'll tell you right now, it must have been a good decision because the particular subject about Derek Jeter and the particular subject of a matter of the poll that I put must have been really, really popular with you guys because this poll was the most interacted with, most voted upon, and most replied upon poll that I've ever had for Yapping Yankees. (laughs) So I'm going to try my best to get to everybody's reply, and I'll just tell you right now, this poll had almost 1,100 votes on it, which is off the charts. I want to thank you guys so much for taking part in this poll and having such a great time with it. 
and it had almost 180 replies on Twitter alone. And there's there's a few more on Instagram as well. So a lot of these I'm just going to be steamrolling through just so I could get through it and still have a reasonable time on this podcast. So I'm, I might not get to go in depth on everybody that replied. I'm just going to speed through some of them and maybe with some with some unique replies I might pay some attention to and, and go in depth on. But for the most part, we're just going to fly through a lot of them because there were so many. But that doesn't mean I appreciate your replies and interaction any less just if I speed through yours. It doesn't mean that at all. I still appreciate it just as much and I can't express how much in words I love when all the polls are so interactive and engaging like this. It makes the podcast so much more fun and it makes what I do a lot more fun because I love chatting with you guys. But before we get into it, and I know there are only one or two people in on the replies that had this sort of mentality towards the poll, but I just want to say this in reference to any past polls that might have gotten this or any future ones that will get this. The Yapping Yankees polls, and I, and I did say this on Twitter as well, the Yapping Yankees polls are meant to be a lot of fun and interactive and surrounded with a lot of lighthearted discussion. And there are a lot of people in this world, not just on Twitter, but in this world in general, that just like to go into things that are meant to be lighthearted and fun and just bring it down. And I had a person or two in the comments and replies, even for this poll, do this. And I just want to say that for a poll that is supposed to be lighthearted and fun for a lot of people and good, organic, fun material for the podcast... And I think it's pretty successful every week, especially because everybody in the tweet that I put about this after the poll regarding these couple of people that did this said, oh, I love the polls. It's so much fun. And I always get great feedback, not only on the podcast, but on the polls. So I just wanted to address these couple of people regardless. This is meant to be fun. So if you don't like my poll question or if you don't understand it and you just feel like going the replies and causing a ruckus or causing any social media drama, pointless time-wasting drama, then I ask you to just scroll past my poll and not cooperate in it because I don't need that. <laughs> I'm trying to do a podcast here. I'm trying to come up with good, original, organic material and fun and lighthearted discussion, not only for the show, but for the Twitter timeline for people, which I feel is sorely needed at times with all the drama and for all the psychopaths out there online. So if you don't feel like positively and lightheartedly engaging in discussion, having to do with the Yankees, having to do with this podcast, and with fellow Twitter members, then just do me a solid favor, and do everyone else a solid favor, and please just continue to scroll past the poll, because I don't have the time or the patience for any of that nonsense. I just don't. That's why you never see me get involved in anything online, because it's not worth it, it's not worth my time most of the time, and you gotta pick your battles and realize what's worth your time. So... If you're one of those people that like to do that, stay out of the poll and don't waste my time and don't waste other people's time. We're trying to have fun here. But, you know, 99.9% .9 of you are fine with it and you engage all the time and it's a lot of fun. So I'm not talking to you guys. This is just for the one or two losers out there that just feel compelled to act this way online and feel like being Twitter tough guys or keyboard warriors or just feel like being jerks out there, I guess. I don't know what their story is, and I don't care to know what their story is. Just felt like I had to address that for those people that feel they have to do that on the regular. So, regardless, back to the poll again, I'm going to do my best to get through as many of these as I possibly can. There are going to be people that replied to other replies directly to my tweet. I'm, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to get to you guys. So, and even if I don't get to you regularly on this, which I'm going to try to get to all near 180 replies as best as I can, but we'll see what we can do. If not, there's always next week. There's a poll every single week, as you know. It's, a, it's literally a segment on the podcast, the poll segment, and there's a new poll question every week. So just try again next week, and I assure you, I will get to you. So 
Here's this week's poll having to do with Derek Jeter since he was elected into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, of course. The question is, is Derek Jeter in your personal top three for the best Yankee players of all time? And then I said, also reply below with your top three best or favorite Yankee players of all time for a shout out on the podcast. So for whatever reason, as I was talking about the jerks earlier, I had a person that really just didn't even understand the question. I I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. Your personal top three, like your personal favorites, is Derek Jeter in your top three? That was the yes or no. And down below, reply with your top three or the three Yankee players you consider to be the best, subjectively or objectively, whatever you'd like. Do that in the comments. I thought it was pretty self-explanatory, and so did 175 people that replied on this poll. (laughs) There was 176, and one person just didn't get it and made a ruckus about it for some reason, but whatever. But regardless... 176 replies. That is crazy. So I really thought this would create probably more interaction than the typical Yapping Yankees poll, but this just blew up. Almost 1,100 votes and almost 200 replies. That's crazy on Twitter alone. So let's get into it. First of all, I'll give you the results. The choices are yes or no to the question, is Derek Jeter in your personal top three for the best Yankee players of all time? Is he your personal favorite? Subjectively, with bias, whatever you'd like, is he in your top three? And 57% of people said yes, and 43% people said no. So more people, out of nearly 1,100 people, which is a good sample size, (laughs) said yes, Derek Jeter is in their personal top three for best Yankee players of all time. So let's get into the replies really quick. First off, we have at TeganGram23 saying, I'm sorry, but you cannot prove to me without bias that Jeter is better than Ruth, DiMaggio, or Mantle. DiMaggio's plus six war on Jeter. Mantle had three MVPs, plus just consistent bashing of baseballs, and Ruth is the GOAT, no questions asked, of the entire MLB. Could you make the case for Jeter being the greatest shortstop of all time? Yes, you definitely could, and I would probably back that case up. But unfortunately, the Yankees' history is just loaded with absolute legends, and that's definitely true, Tegan. I mean, whether or not Jeter is in your personal top three or not, that's just a testament to how absolutely iconic the Yankees' past is with all the absolute legends, as you quoted, absolute legends that they've had through the years. And it couldn't be more true. They have endless amounts of legends that you could choose from. And that's why for a lot of people in these replies, that's why it was kind of tough for people to decide. And that's what the point of the poll was. It's supposed to be very thought-provoking. And that was the goal, and that's what it seemed a lot of people were feeling. At the goat underscore 12 says, I'd say he's top five, certainly. He's actually like the fourth best ever shortstop, according to some of the numbers that were listed off in his short little tribute video from MLB Network. That's certainly true. And that tribute on MLB Network, by the way, was absolutely amazing. It was really beautiful. At MD Nelly says, Munson, Moe, and Jeter. Those are three good names. Now, a lot of these people just listing the names are probably names that they consider to be their personal top three or just objectively, but they name their names of those they consider to be the best. And I thought it's fun to see all the different takes and opinions. There are a lot of repeats and there are some different opinions. At Stevie Ringding said, Munson, Nettles, and Jeter. Craig Nettles, that's an interesting choice. Very good choice, too. At Run Read Repeat 12 says, The Babe, The Iron Horse, and Yogi with 10 rings. Yogi is one of the best clutch hitters of all time. Yes, and also one of the best offensive catchers overall. At Todd Kelleher says, I'm only going with players I've seen play, and they would be Nettles, Mariano, and Jeter in that order. All right, so two of those three being in the core four. At Kerang44 says, Mickey, Roy White, and Jeter. Good choices. 
at MountainGal456 says, No doubt in my mind that Jeter belongs in the top three. I'm going to stick with players that I've actually seen, so the other three would be Moe, Mattingly, and Munson. If you need to substitute a pitcher with a position player, I'll put Nettles in there instead of Moe. More good picks. Now we had at Jason Marcuccilli says, Ruth, Mantle, DiMaggio, Gehrig, Berra. Mariano was the best ever at his position as well. And I understand those of you naming more than three because there were a lot of Yankee legends. If you want to name them off, that's fine. I said your top three or just the top three you objectively feel are the best. But listen, it's, it could be a free-for-all. I don't care. It's not life or death. It's just a fun poll. <laughs> Then we had at NYY underscore Kate, my good friend Kate from Twitter, says Jeter is definitely amongst my all-time favorite players and always will be. But as for my top three best Yankee players of all time, mine are Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, and Yogi Berra. Joe DiMaggio being my all-time favorite Yankees player. That's that's totally fine. That's a fair choice. At Wookie Bomber says Mo, my favorite childhood player, Jeter, an icon and living legend, and Judge, we grew up in the same towns. That's cool you grew up with Judge in the same town. Judge, as we know, is a California boy. Then we had at SuperUnknown underscore 18, Mattingly, Gehrig, and Jeter. If I could do five, add Andy and Bernie. All right. At Black Rebirth 52 says, Definitely top three favorites, but not greatest Yankees ever. Here are my favorite Yankees. It's Moe, Jeter, and Bernie. Now, greatest Yankees is Ruth, Gehrig, and DiMaggio. Jeter is awesome, and I will miss him, but he ain't among the giants of Yankee greats. All right, that's definitely a fair list, James, no doubt. Nobody's going to argue with Ruth Gehrig or DiMaggio. At M She Does It, another good friend of mine, Emily, on Twitter, says, I'd say he is probably in my top three favorite, but he is not in top three best Yankees of all time. And fair enough, there is a difference for some people. <laughs> for others, that's why. It depends on your opinion. And if you want to look at stats objectively, yeah, there are Yankees that are better than Jeter, but for some people, they look beyond the stats and they look subjectively, and what's their favorite? That's the point of the question. But Emily, fair enough, definitely. At Bessie Best 77 says Paul O'Neill, Andrew Eugene Pettit, and Jorge Posada. All right, good three. At God is Great 122, my good friend Greg says top three favorites, yes. Top three best, no. So sort of like what Emily said. Hard to put him ahead of Ruth, Garrick, Mantle, DiMaggio, and even Barra to an extent. That's fair enough. At CC Egan 7 says, That I saw Munson, Mattingly, and Jeter. All right. At Yankee Soprano, yes, after A-Rod. All right, we got an A-Rod choice. At Baseball Mark 15, players that I've seen, excluding pitchers in no order, Jeter, Munson, and Mattingly. For Yankees all-time, Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle. At Mallory 33 says, Joe D, Mantle, Rivera. Then we had at M. Burke 15 says, The fact not opinion, that Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig are the two greatest Yankees of all time is not debatable. The fact that number three is either Mantle or DiMaggio is also not debatable. Those are your choices. Favorites, that's different. For me, Munson, Pags, and Mattingly. All right, that's fair enough, Mike. At NY Sports 000, Ruth, Gehrig, Mantle. At Sports Team News, Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter, and Mickey Mantle. At Dan SK 1997, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Joe Torrey. At Frank L. 1970, says Strawberry, Reggie, and Winfield. Good three, Frank. At Empire Sports NYY, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, and Derek Jeter. <laughs> Very interesting. No, that's fair enough. Well, listen, a lot of people love Derek Jeter so much, I, I understand that. Derek Jeter's my favorite player ever. At Seven Forever, Mantle, DiMaggio, and Gehrig. At John Mack 333, Reggie, Winfield, and Bernie. At Dwight Rodwell, favorite Yankee players, Jeter, Rivera, and O'Neill. 
Best Yankee players of all time, Ruth, Mantle, and DiMaggio. At Leslie Teston, Derek Jeter all-time top three? I'm going to vote no, simply because our history is so deep with legends. He's definitely top three of our generation and definitely top ten of all time, but my three faves of all time are Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle. Great poll. Well, thank you very much, Leslie. I appreciate that. At Robert157-18542, Munson, Mattingly, and Jeter. See, a lot of Munsons, and I, and I have a lot of respect for that, because, of course, Munson's career was cut short because of his tragic plane crash, ended his career far too soon, and his life, too, of course, but I certainly think that that's a very, very fair choice to pick Munson. I think if with a full career, he would have definitely been one of the best catchers. He was that good. At Kyle of Kingston, best Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle. Favorite, Jeter, Moe, and Ricky. Good choice there with Ricky Henderson. And here's an example of what I was talking about earlier of someone saying that the poll's dumb. At Robertino53, that's a dumb question. Babe Ruth, the Iron Horse, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, the 56 consecutive games hit streak, and Peter Lawrence, Barrett twice MVP, 10 rings, and a little Google can prevent this. Well, I mean, if you think the question's dumb, and we went on to say that it was just sarcasm, but I can't really spot sarcasm in text that well. Neither can many people for obvious reasons, but listen again I'll say it again as I did earlier if you don't like the question just keep scrolling I don't I don't really care at Vinny Izzo says in my lifetime meaning I saw them play correct honorable mention Don Mattingly after Mantle Munson and Jeter Well, it doesn't have to be just who you saw play just who do you think it could just be whatever you want just name them Name who you like the most and name who you think is the best if they're the same That's fine if they're not then name them at HF machine head He wasn't the best Yankee on the team his entire career Maybe you could say that, but you can't deny that he was a paramount part to the team. He was very important, even if you don't think statistically he was the best at times, but you can't argue that he wasn't important. <laughs> at the Burke Report says, The Mick, Joe D, and the Babe. Hard not to pick Lou or Whitey, though. Whitey Ford's another one. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't get more Whitey Fords. I think people were just thinking more offensively because they had Jeter in their mind and Jeter offensively. I don't know, but Whitey Ford is another good choice. At C Yanks 24 Best Yankees ever, Ruth, Gehrig, Mantle, Joe D. Either or for three, but that's a top four. Favorites, A-Rod, Moe, and Jeter. At Big Thinking 25, as much as I love Jeter, I think no one can rival Gehrig, Ruth, and Mantle. He's a top five Yankee, but not top three. At Cambo, Ruth, Mantle, and Moe. All right. At Haver 31, Derek Jeter, Reggie Jackson, and Thurman Munson. At Yankee Raider 81, my top five Yankees, Moe, Mattingly Jeter, Reggie, and Mantle. At Tom Caricato says, the best, Gehrig, Barra, and DiMaggio. My favorite, Jeter, Moe, and Mattingly. All right. At Hein underscore Johnny Hein, Jeter, Moe, and Matsui are my three favorites. Matsui. I like that. That's, that's a good choice. At Miller Prestis says, Mickey Mantle, Don Mattingly, and Derek Jeter. At CS Banter PFB, Winfield, Mattingly, Jeter, Mariano. At Laker 477, yes, tough question to answer, but my top three favorite Yankees are Jeter, O'Neill, and Munson. The three best Yankees ever, in my honest opinion, are Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle. It is a tough question. Definitely is. At Eve Lynn 42, my three favorite Yankees are all guys I saw play. Jeter, Moe, and Posada, with Ricky and Donnie Baseball not far behind. As for the best three Yankees of all time, that goes to Gehrig, Mantle, and Ruth. At Eriv126, my top three faves, Munson, Mattingly, and Bernie Baseball. My all-time top three, Ruth, Gehrig, and Rivera. At Wilt128, Ruth, Mantle, and my personal favorite, Gehrig.
at Jamie Sullivan 10. He's top five, but best ever are Ruth, Gehrig, and DiMaggio. At B4 Pitch, Jeter, Mantle, and Matsui. Another Matsui. I like the Matsui inclusions. At M. Brousseau 22, my faves from my lifetime, Derek Jeter, Don Mattingly, Aaron Judge, Ron Guidry, and Reggie Jackson. Not sure any of them make top three in Yankee history. All right. At GVT 22, Don Gullett, Roy Smalley Jr., and Melky Cabrera. Melky Cabrera. <laughs> All right. At Yankee for Life 523, my favorite three, Mattingly, Mariano, and Jeter. All-time best three, Mantle, DiMaggio, and Ruth. At James A. Beamer 1, I was four in the mid-60s, and immediately, Mick was fave. A little older while learning baseball history, Gary was my new favorite. Finally, Munson came in his number one favorite. All right, so it changed as time went along, I suppose. But I definitely wish, like yourself and many others, that I got to see Mantle play. Definitely. I could only imagine seeing a guy like that in person in front of me. At Old Duggar INC, my top three favorite, Bernie, Jeter, and Soriano. At John Devane NYC says my top three that I go to see play in my lifetime, Don Mattingly, Derek Jeter, and Mike Messina. Mike Messina, another big inclusion. I like it. At Josh Pariah 4, Jeter is my favorite Yankee but isn't a top three Yankee. I'd go Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle. At Sally underscore pants underscore one, Jeter, Mattingly, Tino Martinez. That's the first Tino I think we got. That's another good one. At Steve Rangers 3, Catfish Hunter, Thurman Munson, and Joe DiMaggio. That's a good three right there. At CL8447, Mick, DJ, and Moe. At Pretzel B says, hey, there was Yankees baseball before 1995. Thank you, I'm aware of that. That's why I asked best all time. <laughs> Thank you for making me aware that there was baseball before 1995. I wasn't aware. Then we had at the Watt 1734, Moe, Jeter, and Glaber. Okay. At Pallone Frank, Ruth Gehrig DiMaggio. So we're getting a lot of Ruth Gehrig DiMaggio, Ruth Gehrig Mantle, Ruth DiMaggio Mantle, a lot of those. But hey, some people have varying opinions, so it's worth looking into. At Sosa Stark, personal favorite three, Rivera, Jeter, and A-Rod. At JY33PG, Ruth Gehrig and DiMaggio. At Dunn underscore Allard underscore RI. I can only really base my answer on what I saw. Mantle was a fading star when I was old enough to understand how amazing he was. But Munson has always been my fave and was the rightful leader of those 70s teams. So tragic for his family. And yes, it was. As as I mentioned earlier, the unforeseen tragedies and diseases as well to take out guys like Lou Gehrig. It's just, it's very tragic. And it only makes you imagine how amazing the rest of their life would have been and the rest of their career would have been. So it really is a shame. It really is. It's terrible. At Yoshi underscore was underscore here. Tanaka, Kano, A-Rod. So there's a Kano inclusion. At JFin68 says Don Mattingly. So I guess Don Mattingly is his favorite of all time. At Kyle, 121008811. Lot of numbers. <laughs> number two in your program and number one in your heart. I like that a lot. <laughs> that's, that's really nice. I like that. At New York Sports T4 said, favorite Nick Swisher, Mariano Rivera, and Didi. Nick Swisher. That's good. I, I think that's our first Nick Swisher choice. At Benglabe 2020 says Jeter, A-Rod, Matsui. At JT Kirkman, WF, Bernie, Pettit, and Posada. At Chris DU, 421-32306, Jeter, Manningly, and Bernie. But there are lots of favorites on the best baseball organization ever. At Whitey8191 says Clutch Player, Derek was a great player and winner. He always came through when the chips were down. 
So many Yankee greats that I've seen, 50s and forward, and before my lifetime, hard to say where I'd put him. That's fair enough, especially when you were able to witness a lot of those legends yourself. I can only imagine that that must be a tough thing to just put him in any particular list, or put any of the past Yankee legends in any particular list. At Taima underscore Hammison says, I believe you need to have seen your three Yankees, so mine are Jeter, Rivera, and A-Rod. At Lee O. Valentine says, Derek Jeter, Steve Sachs, and Willie Randolph. First Willie Randolph. That's a good one. At PJ Ohoya says, personal top three, Thurman Munson, Chris Chambliss, and Mariano Rivera. Chris Chambliss. That's, that's another pretty good name to pick out. At MacKnight09 says Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra, and Roger Maris. Some alternates, Lou Gehrig, Phil Rizzuto, and Elston Howard. Those are all good names. I like that. At GDean21 says Ruth, Gehrig, and Mickey Mantle. And Sari Email says Jeter, Posada, Gardy, Mo Teixeira, Grandyman, Cano, Sir Didi. Really hard to choose just three. I enjoy watching all of them play once upon a time. Now, that's very nice. And again, just in case I do mispronounce your at, I'm sorry. A lot of ats are complex and confusing, so I apologize if I mispronounce yours. Then we had Nicholas E. Barrios says, Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. At Jeff Boyles says, Lou, Mickey, and Bucky Dent. Bucky Dent, another one, of course, with that humongous home run against the Red Sox at Fenway. At Mad 711, Mercer, Munson, Mattingly. At Ivo Carfe says, Babe Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle. At Bloody Band says Thurman Munson, Don Mattingly, and Alvaro Espinosa. The hair of DeAndre Jordan says Ruth, Gehrig, then Mower Mantle. At Delaney Sports, Mattingly, Jeter, and Mantle. At CD Pearl 64, O'Neill, Jeter, and Tino. O'Neill and Tino. Very nice. Alan Rosenthal at Bicycle Man says Ruth, Mantle, and Rivera. At Ed Weldon says Mattingly, O'Neill, and Martinez. At Mr. Paff says, Derek Jeter is my all-time favorite, but this is the Yankees. Ruth, Mantle, Joe D, Ford, Gidry, Rivera, just to name a few. At Stalling underscore E says, Ron Gidry and Thurman Munson are two. All right. Christopher Lehan says, Thurman, Lee, Munson, one, two, and three. All right. Another Munson advocate. At Citizen underscore Sanders, the three greatest Yankees of all time, Ruth, Gehrig, and DiMaggio. At Sports underscore Fan Chris, Jeter, O'Neill, and Moe. At Mike underscore Reyes, 31, Jeter, Moe, and A-Rod. At Patty Zero underscore Bronx, going on players I saw, not legends, Thurman Munson, Don Mattingly, Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, and Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner getting some appreciation. At Chris Wolfie, 14, says gotta go with Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle. Joe F. says the best are Ruth, Gehrig, and DiMaggio. At Peace Now for Life says, My personal top three favorites, Derek Jeter, Clutch in Class, Paul O'Neill, The Warrior, and Bernie Williams, Quiet Leader, also Clutch. Hall of Fame Hoodie Jeter says, Jeter is definitely my favorite like everybody else, but I don't think he cracks top three in terms of skill. Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle are tough to beat. People forget Mantle basically played his whole career injured and was still the best. Mick is, in my opinion, the greatest New York Yankees talent. And don't forget he played a lot of games drunk, too. At 21, Kevin Smith said, Yankees have had so many great players that a guy who is one vote short of unanimous for the Hall of Fame isn't in their top three. Ruth, Gehrig, DiMaggio, Mantle, Yogi, Moe would all be ahead of Jeter. Okay, Kevin. At Vamos Yankees says, Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle. At Davey Dodd says, Gehrig, Ruth, and DiMaggio, and Mantle. The best, Mattingly, Jeter, Winfield, and favorites are now Glaber and Judge. All right. At Greg Pascal says Jeter, Mattingly, and Rivera. At Jay Yoshi 1 says Jeter, Moe, and Swisher. Another Swisher. 
At TJ Levy 32766 says Ruth, Gehrig, and a toss-up between Joe D and Mickey. At Deb Seymour 51 says DiMaggio, Ruth, Gehrig, and Mantle. At Calkins Coyle says Mattingly, Bernie, and Munson. Old timers, Barra, Mantle, and Gehrig. At AC Cambo says Ruth, Mantle, and Mo. Then we had my lovely girlfriend at Vic Salimo saying, I'm going to say that Jeter is in my top three from a favorites perspective, but not in my top three if you want to look at it from an analytical or statistical perspective. Ruth, Mantle, and DiMaggio would be my top three for best players, not in any particular order. That's very fair, Vic. And if you had to choose three, those are, as you can hear from many other replies, those are good ones. At Blue Shirts 13 says Jeter isn't even top five. All right, then. I'm only going to do a couple more before we wrap up here on the poll segment for Twitter. At Laura underscore Eismont says Jeter is definitely my top three favorites, but as far as best Yankee players, I'd say in no particular order, Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle. That was my good friend Laura from Twitter. Thank you for your reply, Laura. Then we had Cindy at Makeup underscore Mofo says top three personal favorites are as follows. Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, and Joe DiMaggio. The three best, in my opinion, DiMaggio, Mariano Rivera, and Thurman Munson. All right, Cindy, fair enough. At Idolo Tranquilo says, yes, Derek Jeter is in my top three favorites because he is a phenomenal player and is a genuinely great guy off the field as well. Well, that much is definitely true. At the Bronx Zoo NYY, impossible to answer can only state two. Babe Ruth symbolizes the winning Yankees way, and Lou Gehrig defines the Yankees' tradition of way of play. Jeter, no doubt, is the latest in the mold of Gehrig as to how he played, how he was no-nonsense as well as predictive in his behavior. Well, I definitely agree that Ruth and Gehrig were the original two to personify what it means to be a Yankee. I definitely agree with that. And we'll wrap up today's Twitter poll segment with my good friend Hendo from Twitter. You may know him as the Wimp Slayer on Twitter, but his handle is at Yankees Papa says, yes, Ruth, DiMaggio, and Jeter. So with that, I'm putting a bow on the Twitter poll segment. There were lots of replies, lots of them. I'm sure there are some of you I did not get to. I tried to get to as many as possible, so I am sorry if I didn't get to you. But again, as I said earlier, if I didn't, that doesn't mean I'm any less appreciative to you for leaving a reply or engaging in the poll at all. I really do appreciate your interaction and of course I give that to everybody else as well I'm very appreciative for you interacting with the poll voting replying and having some lighthearted discussion on Twitter and helping to make Yap and Yankees more fun as always so thank each and every one of you for replying and again if I didn't get to you try again on next week's poll there's a poll every week for yapping Yankees for you to vote on and participate on and get shout outs on. I tried to get as many people as possible. So I do hope you enjoyed the poll segment. Lots of replies to take in for this week. I know, but now that that's done, let's head on over to Instagram real quick. Instagram will be much quicker that I can promise you. The same question applies, of course. Is Derek Jeter in your personal top three for the best Yankee players of all time? This is just for the voting portion of yes or no. And on Instagram, also the choice of yes is victorious by 59% against 41% of people saying no. We'll head on over to messages real quick so people can get their shoutouts there. Capture00 says Munson, Mattingly, and Jeter. Fair enough. My brother Tom Scuds15 says Ruth, Rivera, and Mantle. W. Johansson 34 says top three favorites. Oh man, way too many to choose from. But if I go from my childhood, Jeter, Tino, and Pettit. My brother's good friend Matt, Matt Schwartz.14 says my top three are Ruth, Mantle, and Gehrig. 
And last but not least, even though she got a shout out once on Twitter already for replying there, she left another reply on Instagram, and she deserves a second shout out because of how great a listener she is, Tina Mountaingal456. Same thing on Instagram as, as on Twitter, so many of you may know Tina already. If you don't, go follow her. Mo Mattingly and Munson, she says. So, that wraps up the poll segment on both Twitter and Instagram. Hope you enjoyed. Again, I know, a lot to take in. It was a lot to even find a lot of those replies anyway, because there were so, so many. Again, 176 replies. So, if I didn't get to you, that just means there were just so many. So, again, if I didn't get to you and you still want a shout-out, just try again with next week's poll. I guarantee you, you could get in, and you'll probably get a shout-out next week. But again, thanks to each and every one of you that interacted on the poll this week. So much feedback, and that's what I love to see. But there is quite a bit more to discuss for today as far as news, so that's why we got to move on. So, with that being said, let us get to the news segments for today. We got some Major League Baseball news and Yankees news that we'll get through before we wrap up the podcast for today. First up is something really bizarre that was going on on Twitter, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because now it's looking really sketchy and suspicious and honestly might not even be true anymore at this point. But last night, there were pedophile accusations against Mike Fires. Now, if you don't know who Mike Fires is, he's done a lot and has made a name for himself from doing all those things. Not only was he the one that officially came out and spoke out against the Astros for cheating in 2017, which then led to clips coming out from guys like John Boy, further investigation from The Athletic and Ken Rosenthal in Major League Baseball, punishments coming accordingly to the Astros after it was proven in Major League Baseball's investigation, but... Also, he hit John Carlos Stanton in the jaw with a pitch years ago, and now he was accused of being a pedophile last night on social media. And someone seemed to post these tweets accusing him of such things against sexual harassment against girls under the age of 18, 16 to be exact if I remember. But then many of those tweets in that Mike Fires thread from last night were deleted and the whole thing was kind of strange from the start. So I only posted a tweet or two regarding it with lots of ifs and level-headed opinions, of course, abstaining from making any specific comments about it beyond the fact that if it's true, then Fires deserves to be locked up, of course, and I hope the girls get help for what they went through. But for now, I suppose the best thing to do is just sit back and wait for more details and proof, if any, is to surface, and that's kind of what I recommend for all people to do unless more details surface about this to prove it, but we'll see. I read certain things too that the guy who first tweeted this stuff was trying to profit from it, which would be gross. It's just really, really wild all around. Wild situation involving wild people, it seems, but time will tell. Again, if Fires did it, he deserves to be severely punished. If this was all a lie, then the person who came out with it is disgusting. There's no doubt about that. I would say this is basically all I or anybody should have to say about this until perhaps more legitimate information surfaced, but we shall see. Not really sure about any of that. All I know is that it was really, really bizarre when that was flying all over the place last night and Yankees and Astros Twitter going back and forth about it and saying, oh, this doesn't excuse the Astros for cheating this and that, but then the Astros fans are saying, oh, this is the guy who you called a hero, now look at this, which... That's not who anybody, even including myself, I called Mike Fires a hero on the podcast last week for admitting to what the Astros did in 2017, but that was specifically for that. Definitely not for any sexual harassment or pedophilia. I would never call anyone a hero for that, and anybody who knows me, which I know there's a lot of you that know me now, but I would never call anyone a hero for that, and, and most people would not. Most people with, with a sane head on their shoulders. <laughs> So, to even say that, oh, this is the guy you were calling a hero, well, 
obviously not. We were calling him a hero for other things that had to do with the sport, with baseball, for exposing a scandal that needed to be exposed. Not at all about the accusations that flew around last night that we don't even know where they are now because the tweets were deleted, so we don't even know if those are true. But that's why my opinions and my two tweets that I put out about it last night were extremely level-headed with lots of ifs, like if this is true, because you just never know. Stuff flies around the internet, people say all kinds of things without proof a lot of the time, and you just gotta be really careful, you could get yourself into trouble. That's just the way it is, but again... I'll close up with saying this, reiterating it like I said it on Twitter, and like I did a few moments ago. If Mike Fires is guilty of this, lock him up. It's disgusting, it's a vile, horrid act that he deserves to be severely punished for. But again, not sure if the accusations are true, so we'll see. I just wanted to steamroll through that because I don't want to spend too much time on something that just for now seems to be just accusations, but we'll see. Speaking of anything to do with Astros or former Astros players, or former Astros players like Mike Fiers, when it comes to the Astros just at all, Justin Verlander, who of course right now you know is an Astros pitcher, and basically the CEO of any anti-cheating campaign out there, talked about the Astros being technologically and analytically advanced at the Baseball Writers Association of America dinner in New York. Meanwhile, of course, we all know how they were technically advanced in 2017. And lots of players, especially CeCe, reportedly looked really angry when Verlander supposedly joked about this. I mean, the Astros were always spoken highly of when it came to analytics, but I mean... Now we know at least partially why at least some of their success came about that year. Not to say that they're talentless, nobody's saying that, but they had help. That much is true, whether people like it or not. I mean, listen, no one is up for a good joke more than me. No one is. But when you've been one of the strongest voices against cheating, and basically exactly what the Astros got caught with, technological cheating, what they got caught, investigated, and punished for, and the first we hear from you is you supposedly making a joke about how technologically advanced you guys were. If you wonder why I don't think these guys are barely even a little sorry for what they've done, this is why. And these are the same ones who are going to apologize come spring training, and the same ones who reportedly, as said this past week, worked out a deal to avoid punishment by giving honest testimony. If you disagree, that's fine. But I thought this last week, after hearing Bregman and Altuve, as I spoke about on last week's show, and this past week, I still think this after now hearing Verlander's brilliant joke or statement, call it what you will, but I don't think these guys are sorry at all. Even Dallas Keuchel this last week came out and said something along the lines of, well, yeah, not like we did it every day, though. Sorry for what has come about with this whole situation, which is kind of like a backhanded apology. But saying that it's not like we did it every day, though, that's like cheating on your girlfriend or your significant other and saying, well, I'm sorry, babe, but it's not like we did it every night, you know? (laughs) Come on. And then you have to watch guys like Freddie Freeman playing the game the right way, get emotional and have your heart break for him, talking about how the Astros cheating altered lives, which we all already knew it did. But he brought up Chris Medlin. You may recall his pitching days, but you haven't seen him lately. You know why? Because he retired shortly after getting shelled by a cheating team who knew what pitches were coming in the Astros. Now that's hard to watch and listen to. But listen, we've spent quite a bit of time on this subject on this podcast, but the moral of it all, if there is any with this situation for them, I don't think they're sorry. I just don't. I don't. And I really look forward to hearing these apologies. But the last piece of baseball news before moving on to some Yankees news to wrap up today's episode is that Rob Manfred has announced Major League Baseball will be using robot umpires during spring training. Now, whether or not you're in favor of robot umpires, I think it's a good thing for two reasons. Me personally, I think it's a good thing. This move by Manfred in particularly. One, we all know, and it's undeniable, that we have a legitimate problem with umpires. 
Most of them are remarkably bad at their jobs. Terrible. So at least Major League Baseball is recognizing that and willing to try other things, whether or not this sticks around in the future. At least they're acknowledging the issues. That's all I'm saying. And two, at the very least, they're testing them in exhibition games. Games that don't matter. So perhaps people who are on the fence about this whole thing can get a good look at it in front of their eyes and determine if they like it or not. Or people who are set on their opinion of it can be sure of their opinion or maybe have their opinion changed. And the league can see the accuracy of the system too, the reliability, and see if it's ready for now or if it could potentially use a few more years of work and development. So who knows? But I think it's a positive. And if you're going to test something, do it in games that don't count like spring training. I certainly agree with that logic, so I'm in favor of this move. But alright, let's get to some Yankees news. So I wanted to mention this last week, as I mentioned towards the end of last week's episode, but there was so much to discuss with the punishments and all of the bizarre subjects last week, so we never got to it, which is fine. I reserved it for this week, but I wanted to bring some brief light to the Yankees' overhaul of the training staff. So I'll give you the names of them right now. So the Director of Player Health and Performance is Eric Cressy. He's very highly spoken of and respected in the training community, apparently, so that should be good, hopefully. And the Assistant Director of Player Health and Performance is Donovan Santos. The Director of Sports Medicine and Rehabilitation is Michael Scuck. And the Head Athletic Trainer is Tim Lentick. The Director of Medical Services is Steve Donahue. And the Major League Strength and Conditioning Coach is Brett McCabe. So those are your new names really in the training staff. And I really do hope that they help. And I'm sure they will. Now, I want to know if you think they'll help. So let me know in any of the tweets regarding training staff. Or if you just want to DM me and we can chat Yankees a little bit. And I'll give you a shout out of the next podcast if you want to do that. DM me on Twitter at Mike Scudero. And tell me whether you think this new training staff is going to help the Yankees significantly or not come 2020. Of course, we all hope that they do. I certainly hope that they do because we don't have to try too hard to remember how much of a nightmare the 2019 season was a lot of the time because of injuries. It was an absolute nightmare. So another piece of Yankee news also, and this has been sort of controversial throughout the entire offseason, is the Miguel Andujar conversation. It's been a conversation for some time now, but also throughout this week, as spring training grows closer, people continue to talk about it. And Brian Cashman came out and said that Miguel Andujar will be competing for the third base job in spring training, and that it's obviously Gio Urshela's job to lose with the 2019 that he had. And I'm not downplaying what Andujar did in 2018 offensively or anything. No one is downplaying that. I mean, he should have won the Rookie of the Year award, as we all know. But because of how great Gio was last year, Andujar has to sort of reprove himself and fight for the position again. But he also spoke about Andujar possibly picking up a first base glove or maybe even an outfield glove. I'd personally rather first base, but that's me. I think much of Andujar's problem is his throwing. And although first base is still a tough position, of course, no denying that, there's not as much throwing that happens there as opposed to other infield positions where a good arm is important like shortstop or third base. So if he is to pick any other glove, I'd think first, because of course from the outfield you still have to throw a lot. But we'll see. As I've said in the past, spring training becomes even more exciting and engaging, in my opinion, when it means something to the guys. When they have to work to prove themselves or reprove themselves or show they deserve a certain position with the club in Andujar's case. It's fun, but I wish the best of luck to both Gio and Andujar, of course. We know Gio has the defensive edge. I think that's safe to say, but offensively, who knows? Both are very important to have in the lineup. They're both Yankees, and I wish them both luck. This should be an interesting spring for guys like Andujar, especially guys like him who come off basically a, a season-long injury, and also guys possibly battling for the rotation's fifth spot, like Hap and Montgomery, although there were reports 
that Hap is favored for the five spot. But just another example of potential competition this spring. It should be fun. It really should be. And last but definitely not least, what the poll was even about, the biggest piece of news coming out this past week for the Yankees is that Derek Jeter was inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He was first ballot with a 99.7% vote to get into the Hall of Fame with one dope not voting for him. But fine, he's a jerk and he did what he did. But I didn't let it ruin my happiness back on Tuesday during the Hall of Fame announcements. And I'm not letting it ruin my happiness now or ever. Because quite frankly, Jeter's my favorite player of all time. He's still first ballot. And he got 99.7% of the vote, which people need to remember is still remarkable. That's still incredible. And people can talk about how they don't think that Jeter was the best player on the teams that he was on throughout his entire career. That's fine. But if you deny his importance for the Yankees or deny that he's maybe not even in your top 10 of best Yankees of all time, which I know there are a lot of legends to choose from, I know, but a guy with nearly 3,500 career hits and being the catalyst to something so huge in the Yankees dynasty from the late 90s into the 2000s, all the way up until the point he retired, being so important, being as important as he was to the New York Yankees organization for as long as he was, and who knows, he can get involved in the organization again in the future. To deny any of that is downright foolish. And in regards, really briefly, because I don't even want to give him the attention that he probably wants, but I didn't even pay any mind to the one guy, really, that didn't vote Jeter in, because all of us deep down know that Jeter should be unanimous. We all know that he deserves to be a Hall of Famer. Everyone everywhere knows that Jeter is a Hall of Famer. If you don't, you don't know the game, you're a dope, or you're just being a jerk. One of those three, two of those three, or maybe all three of them. So with that being said, and me just being so overly happy that not only my baseball and sports hero, but someone I consider to be a hero and a role model for me personally, my my joy for him being finally elected into the Hall of Fame, it just overcame all of that. All of that BS about the one jerk that didn't vote him in. 397 voters, 396 voted him in. I don't care about that one guy. And neither does Jeter. And Jeter even said that. He said, you know, I couldn't care less about that. This is an incredible accomplishment, and I couldn't be happier about any of this. So like Jeter, I am so, so thrilled for him. I'm so happy as someone who considers Jeter a hero not only in sports but personally because of the life he led and still continues to lead off the field. I am just so overjoyed that he's finally a part of the place that he really deserves to be a part of, and that's the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And to get 396 guys to all agree that you belong in the Hall of Fame, and that Jeter said this too, is remarkable in itself. You don't pay attention to the one person. Your first ballot, and you still earn 99.7% of the vote. It's incredible. Incredible. I'm so happy for Jeter. That really lifted my week up even more, that Jeter is now a Hall of Famer. And years and years to come, yeah, people might briefly bring up, yeah, there was, you know, remember that one jerk that didn't vote him in? But people are really going to look at what's important. Jeter's in the Hall of Fame. And that's what matters. That is truly what matters. Don't give that guy the attention and the discussion that he is looking for. Don't do it. It's not worth it. So congratulations to my baseball icon, my sports icon, and my role model and life's icon, Derek Jeter, on being in the Hall of Fame. I am so freaking happy. 
But with that being said, that is all for episode 31 of Yapping Yankees, guys. Let's give one last shout out to the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their great sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk, iHeart, you name it. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab, guys. And while you're at it, be sure to follow me on all social medias as well at Mike Scudero NY on Facebook, at Mike Scudero on Twitter, and at Mike Scuds97 on Instagram. And I quickly also want to tip my cap to each and every one of you once more that replied, voted, interacted at all with this week's poll that got so much attention and so much talk surrounding it. Again, if I didn't get to you in the replies, I got to a lot of people. But if I didn't get to you, be sure to reply to next week's poll. We have a poll each and every week here on Yapping Yankees, and I'm almost guaranteeing that you will get your shout-out come next week. And speaking of next week's episode, one last reminder, and I'll be posting it again a few times throughout the week on social media. Next weekend, because of the Super Bowl on Sunday, Yapping Yankees will not be recorded and released next Sunday, the day of the Super Bowl. It will be recorded and released next Saturday, February 1st. It'll be the one week that will be on a Saturday for Yapping Yankees release, and then the next week we'll go back to releasing every Sunday, unless I say otherwise on a social media for anything going on in my life or what have you, but you know the drill. We'll go back to regular Sunday releases after the Super Bowl, starting again on February 9th after the next episode, but for now... As of episode 31, again, I thank you 3,000 for listening. I'm Mike Scudero, and I'll talk to you on Saturday, February 1st, when I come at you with episode 32 of Yapping Yankees. And until then, have yourselves a great week, and take care.